0: Welcome to Bank the Fire. I'm your host, Bob, and I started this podcast as an excuse to sit down with interesting people and share my conversations with you. I meet with entrepreneurs, CEOs, and friends to discuss what drives and motivates them, their definition of success, and what they do to keep themselves going. Today, I am so excited to share my conversation with you. I am sitting down with Nikki Porcher. She is the founder of nonprofit Buy From A Black Woman. She is an advocate for Black women entrepreneurs. Today, we discuss the different experience for the female BIPOC entrepreneur, the beauty of the beginning days of entrepreneurship, owning a truth until it's a reality, and hustling as a single mom. Buy From A Black Woman is a nonprofit you should have known about yesterday. As I've mentioned, currently in partnership with H and M, they've been featured in the New York Times, Huffington Post, Al Jazeera. Women's Wear Daily, Bloomberg, Hollywood. The list goes on, folks. Please check her out. Please enjoy my conversation with Nikki Porcher of Buy From a Black Woman. Hey, we are talking with Nikki Porcher of BuyFromABlackwoman.org. We are discussing her life experiences and all the things that she has done to get from blog to nonprofit mogul, dare I say. Oh, my
1: goodness. Mogul. So much pressure. Dare I say. I'm going to take that, though. I'm going to take that.
0: What you are doing. So, Buy From a Black Woman. Um, So, let's start from the beginning blog 2016 to promote buying from black owned businesses and then seeing the demand for this people were like tapping you to get on your site and then you establish a 501c3 a nonprofit to empower inspire and educate black women in finance and entrepreneurship and business because they are the fastest growing demographic amongst entrepreneurs and yet it was revenue five times smaller than any other women owned business which and that's just women-owned business that's not even men because we're comparing if we include all genders then like forget about like we don't exist you don't exist and so then you start by from a black woman and we're talking about your experiences that led you to this point so like you you have experience in working with nonprofits through your time in the air force well, no, I worked in nonprofits after the air force. Oh, okay. the air
1: force is what when I got out of the military um, and before I went to college. I have a, a real crazy life. I'm gonna let you know that. Right yeah, now. no. So like, this is fantastic. When I talk about. It, I'm like, this can't be real. But Great. Sometimes when I hear it, I'm like, oh man.
0: No. When I talk to my <laughs> husband about his CV, like he can't keep it in order. So it's like when you tell me you have a crazy life, like I'm just not expecting it to be in order.
1: It's easy because they're me hear, let me hear. Uh, okay. Me here. So it's so clear it's in like, your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot have this if I did. And do this, and if this right. didn't happen, I right. wouldn't have been here. Right. So that's why. I, and, you know, people want to ask me questions about my life, so I kind of got it down packed now.
0: Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> right. Because what you're doing is a big deal. So, like, walk us through your journey a little bit.
1: So I was in the military, and I had got out. I was still living in a small town called Warren Robin, George. It was my last duty station, hmm. um, and I had no job. I hadn't. I didn't have my college degree. I had my associate degree. Like, I even had like my phlebotomy certificate. Like, why am I drawing blood? Wow. I was bored.
0: Yeah, so. it was free to take
1: the course. Right. 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 And I was like, oh, I need something to do on Tuesdays. Okay. Yeah, right. I'll learn how to draw blood. And you know, small story. They had us really draw blood on ourselves and on each other. Yeah. I don't know if that's legal or not.
0: That's how you do it. It's uh, sorry, I'm as a massage therapist, I I know I knew acupuncture students when I went to school. That's how you learn. You just gotta needle yourself. I mean, there are other ways of doing it, needling fruit that feels a cancer. But to we
1: did that. So like the orange yeah. was first and then it was like oh, pick wow. a partner. Now remember, if you stick the wrong thing, they'll be paralyzed. No pressure. Right. Go.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, it depends on the teacher. I think they were probably exaggerating a little bit to, like, you know, to make know. to well, mess with you. It worked. Right. And then after that, it seemed like cool. This person's in paralyzed. No, no, big deal. no big deal. Right. In this backwoods,
1: you know, <laughs> class. Mm-hmm. So I got out of the military. I was still living there. Um, I had no job. I had no college degree. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I remember it was a small town called Macon, Georgia, and I was sitting on the steps, and this guy hit this woman's car. And he hit the car and drove off, but I wrote down a license plate.
0: Mm.
1: I had nothing to do because I had no job, right? right. So i was like, well, I'll just wait for the woman to come down. You
0: know, what I'm gonna do? Go home and do nothing. Right. So it was I a mean, nice you, day. You saw this thing happen.
1: Right. So I'm just sitting there. So she finally comes down. I was like, hey, this dude hit your car. Oh. You know, here's the license plate. She wasn't plate. there. Mm-hmm. Got it. So it was like mm-hmm. a hit and run. She's like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. She's like, is there anything I can do? I said, well, I'm looking for a job. So mm. if you know anybody who got a job, Get let out. me know. Chicago, like, right, give me your information. So then she passed my information. I got a phone call maybe like two weeks later. This woman, she had a nonprofit at the local church. And she's like, hey, we're looking for an admin assistant. Are you interested? I'm like, yeah, I need a job. And I was like, well, how do you get my information? like, oh, such and such. I'm like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. And then such and such came. She's like, oh, you're the girl who helped me with my car. And so that's really how I started working in a
0: nonprofit. So. Just land it. Not that it landed in your lab; that you saw it. You're sinking something. And this woman who works for a church, like God sent. God sent this. I I was, yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> like so, working in and start
0: you on. It started you on the, the start started my
1: journey. I had no idea what advertising is. I had no idea what marketing was. I didn't even know what Photoshop was at the time. Um, and it was a very small nonprofit. There was a team of four which I'm probably just thinking now I have a team of four, crazy. But we had to do everything. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I was hired as an admin assistant, but I had to help out with fundraiser and development and volunteer right. outreach, and we deal with kids. So, you know, all that that goes with kids, and I have my own kid. I'm like, oh, all these little black kids, like, they are crazy, but, you know, let me figure that out. So <laughs> now I'm dealing with programming and all this stuff. So I learned so much because I had to do it. And I was like, you know what, I think this is what I want to go to school for. Hmm. And then I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to move back home, and I'm going to go to college. And that's how I got into school. How, I'm sorry, how did that lead you to art design and history? Because I wanted to learn how to make like the programming and the flyers and oh. the advertising. Because the guy, Lamar Harvey, he never listened to this, but he taught me <laughs> Photoshop. And I was like, well, I want to know more about this Photoshop mm-hmm. stuff. Like, mm-hmm. How do you design stuff? How do you lay out? Then Madman was... You know, the hype thing. Yeah, yeah. A then- oh, madman was hot at the time. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Okay. So I was like, oh, I can do that. I want to work on Fifth Avenue. Yeah. And then there was a movie <laughs> called Boomerang. Yes. Um, with Holly Berry and Eddie Murphy and yes. Robin Givens. And that woman is how I got into <laughs> art history and art teaching because she mm. was in advertising, but she also mm. taught kids. So I was like, I can encompass both. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to be Holly Berry. And <laughs> I'm going to teach art and work in advertising and live okay. the life and get my man. Yeah. So that's really just how that led me into that. And then once I got that gr- degree, I, again, looking for jobs. I don't even remember how many jobs I had after I graduated college. It's just ridiculous because I'm, just... I'm a grown adult mm-hmm. who just graduated college, so I'm competing with all the younger kids who just graduated college. I have a son who I have to take care of. Mm-hmm. I have you know life experience, so you're not going to pay me six dollars an hour and think right. I'm going to take that. So it was just trying to figure it out. And then I end up working with Habitat for Humanity. Which was my first nonprofit, wow. like real nonprofit. And then I relocated back to Georgia and worked in the Habitat um, Habit for Humanity and making there, and there's just everything just really just took off there. Um, then I worked for another nonprofit that will remain nameless, um, and I was their marketing manager. You know, not being fulfilled in that job is how
0: I got to buy from Black woman. Girl, I looked you up <laughs> online. None of that was there.
1: Well, it's funny because like when you said that you don't put your face on your website, part of the reason why I don't put mine is because I got fired from my job, Mm -hmm. um, and it's because my face was on there, so they were able to link it to me. So after that, I was like, I'm not putting my face on the website anymore because I don't want you to link me to something and then use it against me. So when people are like, oh, where's the About You page? if you Google it, you'll find out. Yeah,
0: right. You know that's but. ultimately what I end up doing. It's like, huh? She doesn't have. An, you're not on the about page. Was there like, there is no about page. Right. No, it's fantastic, and we're not going to name names. But I know another business owner who has mentioned like, try not. It's like I'm talking about like maybe I will be the face of my business. Maybe I will come out as the Asian woman who's a business owner in massage, and our mutual friend is like, no. Don't do it. It's a lot of work being the face of your business. And, it really is. And to grow... I mean, Oprah Winfrey is a perfect example of like... I mean, I say this, but she's still incredibly successful. But like, when she started O Magazine, like her face on the magazine was the best-selling magazine. So... I mean, over the years, I'm now
1: changing, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously it's successful. So, in the beginning, I didn't know what we're going to do. So. Right. Right. You never know. know. Like, I think when anybody...
0: I think the... I don't know if it's a woman thing or people with imposter syndrome, but when you start a business, like you hope it's going to be successful. You don't yeah. know that's going to be successful. And you just keep hustling until maybe something happens or like, and however, And it's only been six years. And, and since then, you have partnered with H&M. You are affiliated with Hope Global Forums that also does education for uh, finance and business for small business owners. You're featured on the Story Exchange. You're part of the Forbes Council as of last year. At 2021, you- you have a YouTube channel. You did a podcast for a little while. So, yeah, I did look you up, but... No, not at all. I would have thought that. Right. No, yeah. And your grandmother's name is Idella? Yes. Yes. Is Old that- lady. What? We call our old lady. You call her old lady. And you still have that scholarship?
1: Mm-hmm. So we do it every other year. So this year is the Idella Scholarship. Okay. So
0: is, it, um, is that the
1: only scholarship, that Buy for Black Women? that's the only have? scholarship we have. We have grants. Mm-hmm. Um, we're launching the microloan fund hopefully this year. Wow. Um, but then as far as, like, a scholarship, that's the only scholarship that we offer that every other year.
0: hmm And what kind of education programs? So
1: they're for women who are over the age of 25, mm-hmm. um, purposely so because those are the women who do not apply for the other little grants. They're not on their mm. mom and dad stuff. These are women yeah. who are in the workforce, women who were like me, right. Um trying to go back to school and just trying to figure out how I'm gonna get the money when I still have to work. I might have daycare. Mm-hmm. Um I might have, you know, other loans and debts that I just can't get a student loan for because my, I messed up my credit in my twenties or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So the Adela scholarship is to help them for that. So last yeah. time we um, we awarded a ten thousand and a five thousand.
0: Is that through donation or is there like... It's just
1: through donations. Yeah. Yeah. through wow.
0: Fantastic. So tell me more about the journey of Buy From a Black Woman. How you got... Like I already covered like blog to nonprofit, but then like how many businesses you started with? How many businesses you have now? How you got paired with H&M?
1: It's Crazy, I'm gonna be honest with you, sure. Because again, like when I started, this is my first business, I never owned a business before, I never owned a nonprofit before, so like I had no idea what I was doing in the beginning. And if I had to go back, I'm like, girl, you was out here crazy, yeah. <laughs> like you were just out here, running, just like, whatever, whatever, let's do it. So, started as a blog, and people were, you know reaching out, trying to figure out how they can get money. Again, this is 2016, so we didn't have Cash App. We didn't have Zelle. We had PayPal, right? But people with PayPal, but then they were like, hey, where can I mail a check? I'm like, well, I need a P.O. Box because so I want my address out there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, the P.O. Box, I need a business. But mm. how do I start a
0: business? Because this should be a
1: nonprofit. People
0: want to send you money simply because of what you were doing. Yeah, because
1: I was buying from black women once a week. So they were like, hey, this is great. Wow. Can I send you $20? Can I send you $50? S- so
0: you can, so keep, can keep buying keep from black women. Yeah, so you can Amazing. keep going. So
1: like, well, people are sending me money. People want to spread awareness. Those are the two key components of every nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is going to be something bigger than myself. So mm-hmm. let me figure out like how to do this. Um, so then I'm trying to figure out how to do it. I'm like, well, maybe there's a grant for black women. And I'm Google." Black women grants again in 2016, not not want to exist. So I'm like, wow. well, I know I'm not the only black woman out here looking for a grant. Wow. Let me create the black woman grant. And just mm-hmm. like everything I do is just like very straightforward.
0: Like, boom, this is what this is. You so, saw a need that need to be fulfilled, and there you were. Yes, I'm gonna fill it.
1: And I'm very intentional and I'm very like direct. So it's like black woman grant. Okay, what's your colors? Black and white, because everything I'm doing is just like straight, simple, and mm-hmm. black and white. So mm-hmm. those are our brand colors. I want people to know that I'm here for black women. I don't want anybody to be mixed up or confused, like, oh, who is she here for? No, we're here for black women. So black women. It's clear
0: what your demographic is. Thank you. And
1: I put it in front of everything, like, oh, black women glass. Like you know, like literally everything. So they know, like, okay, if you're going to rock with her, we're gonna do something with her. We have to make sure we show up for black women as well, because I don't think we can get around that if we're, we're gonna work with Nikki. So start off is so funny, Bob, because you're talking to me, when everything is fresh because we've been filming documentaries on yes. Black women business owners, right? Going across the country for the examples, and now we're working on mine, right? So like everything is like so fresh because we awesome. had a whole research week last week of everything that you've done, <laughs> and which is why you're so clear in your timeline. Yes. Got it? So we pulled up the old website, like the first website wow. that had the first directory, and let me again. People make excuses as to why they can't do something. Like you have everything. Like there's really no excuse. The original directory is just a page of businesses' name that hyperlink to their website. Like Mm -hmm. that's it. It was separated by categories, but it literally was just like a scrolling page of just like list of like businesses. circa
0: 2016. That's what you did, (laughs) right?
1: And that was just me, right? Right. That was it. So just starting with that, Um, starting with the blog, I would buy something, I would take a picture, upload to the website, wasn't doing videos, there was no Instagram Reels, no TikTok, Mm -hmm. picture on the website, this is what I bought.
0: And you reviewed it, right? Or was it simply- No, I not you, you weren't even I was just like, hey,
1: I bought this glass from a black woman. I like drinking water from glass. It's pretty. Do you want a glass? Here's her website.
0: <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Straight up sharing black owned business, period. You don't yeah. need to know nothing else. Black owned business.
1: Yeah. So doing all this and looking for the grant and I'm like, okay, well, let me start a grant. So then that's- Really started everything because now they're like, oh my gosh, this is a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. I was calling myself a nonprofit before I even had my status, which is illegal. Oh, it is. <laughs>
0: yes. And I know, I know from personal experience that having a five hundred one c three, that application is hard.
1: Yes, I took a class. It was one Saturday morning. I took a class. I went down to this little mom and pop wow. something. I don't even know it. what it is. I'll be honest, <laughs> but she taught us how to fill out. Fill out the form. Amazing. Fill out the form. And I was like, I might need a little bit more information. So I went to Georgia Center nonprofit, got my whole like nonprofit management certificate and all that stuff too. I was like, Okay, well let me figure out how Whoa. to like,
0: really do this. You got even more education. Yes. And it wasn't, you <laughs> <laughs> just kept going.
1: Yes. So I did all that, promoting ourselves as a nonprofit, saying we're a nonprofit, yes. like speaking it into existence. It no yeah. nonprofit paperwork. Just like boom, 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 the nonprofit, nonprofit. So yeah. now we're offering a grant. So then word is spreading. Oh, buy from a black Women's nonprofit. They have a grant just for black women. Never mm-hmm. seen anything like this before. So mm-hmm. people are applying for the grant. What um, year was that?
0: 2016. That was, oh my God, all oh, in one year. You went from blog to nonprofit to grant. 2016, in
1: one year. the first six wow. months of five from a black woman were phenomenal. Wow. I don't know who I was. <laughs> I don't do drugs. I was on, like, I woke up on.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: So advertising it had my committee formed a committee. Like, this is my grant committee. Those members are still with me today. So, like, amazing. the growth from that is just crazy as well. And the day I had, remember, I typed it on Facebook, and I only remember this now because I've seen it. I typed on Facebook, like, hey, we're going to award our grant tomorrow. Can't wait to call this black woman. This is so great. I don't believe I get to do this. Blah, 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 blah. We had advertised a grant for $250, for $250. That was just my money. And another black woman, she saw, and she's like, hey, I see this grant. I don't know what you're doing or who you are, but like, are you legit? I'm like, yeah, i legit. No paperwork.
0: <laughs> like, really? Yeah, yeah sure. You're faking it till you <laughs> like, make right. it. She's like, oh, well,
1: I'm gonna match your 250. Let's give this sister 500. Wow. And I'm like, all right, bet. So I'm like, somebody believe in me. This stranger is gonna give you money to give to another person. Like, this is gonna be good. Da-da-da-da. And I went to the post office and my 501c staff's
0: paperwork was there that same day. <gasps> And I was like, I'm supposed to do this. You're supposed to do this. Talking about manifesting to existence. Okay, because
1: I remember I was in the post office. I was like, what? I, all right? I was like, I hope I'm not getting in trouble. I, <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> I, was like, right. I was
1: like, I got called this woman today to tell her that she won the grant on the same day. That's amazing. And then, and now today, like that woman, she is my best friend.
0: That's awesome. What business does she have?
1: She has a tea business. So um, her name is Sinead Jones. She used to operate under the name Ivy's, but she rebranded to Flyers because of trademark issues and stuff like that. Okay. And even with that, led me to this moment because like we awarded her the grant, she has poured back into buy from Black woman more than I can even like express. And you know, we're on this journey together. Like That's I wouldn't amazing. know. I also wouldn't know. Like because being an entrepreneur. Being a black woman entrepreneur is lonely. Like this is a lonely world. Anybody who owns a business can tell you. Like there are times where you don't even have friends. You hope your friends are still your friends because you're just in it. You can't talk. People who were your friends when you first started, you don't even know what they doing with their lives. Right. Like they're not checking on you. They don't understand. Like you're at a dinner party and all you can think is business, business, business. Mm-hmm. You want to talk business because you're right. thinking business. Right. And you're like, well, no, because the ROI is not working with my SEL. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, I just want to drink. I'm like, oh, I can't drink tonight. So, yeah, because you,
0: you're on a mission. <laughs> right, You're going to be on in the morning.
1: So having a person who I consider a close friend, who I trust, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. I can share and bounce ideas, mm-hmm. and is also an entrepreneur, is so important. I, yes. I want people who are business owners, who are entrepreneurs, to make sure you have somebody in your corner who is awesome. Because mm-hmm. you need somebody who can help you understand. Because right. the friends I had when I first started buying From a Black Woman,
0: they're not business owners, They're so not. they don't understand what you're going through. Like, I talk about this with other entrepreneurs all the time. Like, what it doesn't look like we're, we're laying in bed, we're on our phone, or we're on our computer for hours, and it's like, what are you? Like, on, I don't know, page six? I don't know, name a, name a website. Like, no, we're working. Like, I'm emailing, I'm networking, I'm researching, I'm trying to figure out how to scale, I'm trying to figure out how to grow my business. Who? How do I get the word out about Buy From a Black Woman? How do I get the word out about Mahala Massage NYC? So I feel you. And that is the secret as to why I have started this podcast. Because I get it. Like at the end of the day, when you're the only person running your business and you're the only person making decisions and you don't know who to bounce ideas off of, it's yeah. the decision fatigue is real. The just the brain fatigue is real of like trying to do everything and not trying to mess it up. Yeah. Right. I mean, not to say that we are going to mess it up, but like here you were what you were saying, the first six months of buy from a black woman were like amazing and you're just doing it. And that's the beauty of like where you are now compared to where you were then. Like the we just record um a session earlier today. She was saying the same thing, like, if I knew now what I knew back then, or back then what I know now, then I I would have prepared myself so differently.
1: Yeah. I sometimes miss the ignorance if I'm being honest with you. Totally. Because it was like I was just doing. There's no sense of risk. (laughs) You know, I am just doing, I don't know if this is going to work. I'm going to do it. I don't know. And now it's like, ooh, can you do that? Wait a minute. Let me record this before, because this is content. Mm -hmm. You know, like all that type of stuff that you didn't think about it, you just like well I'm just right. gonna post this. And then right. people were like, oh you spelled something wrong. Okay, but did you read it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, but you on my page. Right. I'm literally on the street working where now I'm like, like, let me take a picture so right. I can curate this and post right. it later. Right.
0: The more eyes you have on your business, the more aware you become of what you're putting out there versus like I just want to express the message. I'm wondering if maybe there is still room for that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's about the message, right? It's like, yes, you wanna look legit. Yes, you wanna like look educated, whatever, like you know what you're doing. But really, it's about the message. It is. And And getting
1: back to the basics is so important. I think sometimes keeping the
0: values in mind. Yeah. Right.
1: We lose sight of that, of how easy this really should be.
0: Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know
1: it should be easy like you started this business because you're passionate about it you saw a need you're solving a your problem you love it
0: mm-hmm.
1: why are you making it so difficult right
0: and there's more responsibility that's the purpose of bang the fire like how do you take rest so you have space like I just before you came in I, I laid down for five minutes and was like I'm not being productive right now so let me just go lay down for five minutes and try to chill out right and it's like every so often it's like oh work would start coming back into mind and it's like nope I'm just taking five minutes. But then having that quiet and like hearing what came up, it was like, oh, no, that's important. Let me bring this up with my producer. And like, let's figure out like, how are we doing intros? Because this is still new. Because we also don't know what we're doing. And I'm kind of loving the ignorance of this. But at some point, that's going to change. But again, like when you have more responsibility, and you know there are more eyes on this, um, it makes the weight of responsibility feel bigger. And then I think that's when we kind of load ourselves up with expectation but also, like, because of all that responsibility, having the headspace to be able to think clearly about it. And it's like, how do you maintain that when you know your to-do list is like five pages long? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I mean, I say my to-do list have to-do lists. Like, it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous at this point. Because mm-hmm. it's like... When you're doing something, it sparks something else. And I'm dating or trying to date. And one guy, he's like, what's your flaw?" I said, I'm the one more thing, girl. So, you Mm -hmm. know, if time management Mm -hmm. is your baby. This is not going (laughs) to (laughs) work. It's amazing you know that about yourself. Yeah, because I'm like, like, oh, I can do this real quick. One more thing. One more thing before I leave the house. I am the one more thing, girl. But, yeah, so it's just like we have to make sure we're staying focused. That's why... Make sure I have less. I have a whiteboard wall in my office. It's my favorite thing. I love mm-hmm. it so much. Mm-hmm. And I do my brain dump every morning. Like I have one space dedicated just to brain dump like all the ideas, all the things that I'm thinking about, all the things that I need to do. And then I literally erase all the stuff that means nothing so mm. I can make sure I'm focused on what I need to do. Of
0: course i'm thinking about logistics Uh-oh. right <laughs> um yeah because i have a i'm realizing i have a small pad of paper a notebook that's like oh i should just have this book with me everywhere it is my brain dump because if i put it in my phone it gets lost i'll never see yeah. that thing again no but if it's on piece of paper i'm gonna like you know flip through the pages and see the thing so you do the whiteboard and you erase whatever's not important so then stuff stays up it's not mm-hmm. like you clean it at the end of the day no, no, no
1: stuff will stay up i only erase things when i'm completed Literally everything that's in my brain in the morning, I just write. Right, And it started with, I was reading this book, The Artist's Way by Julia. Yes, yes. And that's really how it started. Like yes. writing your notes in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I just transfer that into like brain dumping in the morning. Brilliant.
0: What do you do on the days that you just don't want to do? Um... <sighs> Do you have... I'm assuming you have those days. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I just started watching Grey's
1: Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So, yes. Shonda Rhimes. Right. I'm, I'm Sporing another up. black woman. Another yes. way. Yeah. And I started watching that. See, everything leads to a moment, right? I started watching that. Um, my book club, at the top of the year, we read The Years of Yes. And I had read it, but I'd never read it before. Shonda Rhimes' book. And oh, it is. Okay. She was referencing so much stuff in Grey's Anatomy. In the book, I said, "Let me watch this show. Let me watch an episode because she <laughs> had references." And yeah. then I was hooked. I was like, "Oh my yeah. god, I'm missing out!" And then it was like
0: 18 seasons. Yeah, so it's I've still been, going. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So like, this is like it's on the background when I'm working. I'm like, I have to get this out of my life. Like I have to. <laughs> <laughs> like I have to finish this series. Yeah. Like that's people are, like, are you watching? No, the only thing I'm watching is Grey's Anatomy. Like, mm-hmm. so there are times where I just want to watch Grey's Anatomy
0: all day. Yeah. I I I can't, but. You know. So and you reference it back to the year of yes? Yes. Wow. Okay. Any big takeaways from the year of yes? Say yes,
1: but say no. Mm-hmm. Um work out. Yeah. I even looked up like workout camps because I need to work out. Like mm-hmm. I'm training for the New York City Marathon now. It's oh just, my God. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Our charity is an official charity partner.
0: Okay. So we'll
1: be out here running.
0: Okay, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything about like the dangers of running marathons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, please and you know you can share but that's also i missed my plane to run a marathon is why i went shopping and how i found
0: a woman with the chapstick yeah i missed my flight i was running a marathon well a half marathon wait whoa I my plane. back up back up <laughs> what you missed your flight yeah to run a marathon but, mm-hmm. and then you met a woman with chap that's how black from black woman started so i went to an event
1: yeah, I went to an event. She was selling $20 oh, lip dollars I lip didn't long. read that part. All, oh, yeah.
0: I, all I saw was that you went to an event and someone mm-hmm. with the, yeah, we haven't, oh, it's in my head, but we <laughs> no, haven't mentioned no. it all yet. This is
1: like a full right. circle moment for yeah. me because right. like
0: I was on the quest. I still should be.
1: Of um, trying to run a half marathon in every state, and I was going to Florida because it's always Florida. I was going to Florida, and I missed my flight. And mm-hmm. then I was like, I need some. I need to make myself feel better. Cause I was so upset because I wanted to uh, finish a certain number of states that year, mm. and this was December. So I'm like, well, that's, that's it. a watch. Got it. So then I was like, I'm going shopping. And-
0: <laughs> Ran to a woman selling chapstick for $20, and she was selling- I had to say out. lip
1: balm. My um, attorney advised me to say lip balm because chapstick is a oh, trademark word. Yes, right, right.
0: <laughs> a proprietary, proprietary eponym. Yes. Yeah. So you found lip balm, uh, and then you were like, why aren't black women selling it, out? Well,
1: I was the only black woman there. So I was like, why are there no black women anywhere in this room? And I live in Atlanta. This is crazy. That is
0: crazy. It's crazy. That happened in Atlanta. I didn't yeah. realize that happened in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It
1: was in Atlanta. And then there was no black women selling. Yeah. And I was like, well, I know black women who are doing stuff like this. They're not making this for
0: $20. Like, in that room with all those people, not a single black woman. That was completely normal for them. It was. And certain demographics that,
1: you know, that's normal. And they don't see anything wrong. And right. they're and they're like, whoa. I'm not racist. I just don't know any black people, and it was like, how right. do you live in a space where we make a certain amount of the demo, and you're not, you know, living like, in Atlanta, <laughs> living in Atlanta, right. like even I, I tell you, I have lots of lives, right? So I used to teach yoga. Um, oh my god. <laughs> You did not put that in order, Nikki. It's out of order. I used to teach children's yoga. I know, right? I told you. I had lives. (laughs) So even like I was doing the children's yoga training during the height of the uprising. And that was like, they were Mm. trying to have a conversation and they were asking me questions. I was the only black person. Mm. And I was like, hey guys, I'm not the spokesperson for black people. I know that's what I'm trying to become for black women. All right. And that's what you look like because you're the only (laughs) black person I know. I'm like, you know, I said, but there's there's something wrong with the fact that I'm on this training and I'm the only black person here. Mm -hmm. And now you guys feel comfortable enough to ask me stuff without asking me if I'm comfortable enough answering it. Yes. During yoga training, but they're
0: kids, right? No, no, no this the was other training. adults. This was all, yeah, right. And all it just and didn't occur to them. It doesn't occur to them to ask you if you're comfortable answering these questions because they've never been confronted with being asked uncomfortable questions. Flashback, flashback to someone asking me, "So, where are you from?" If we haven't covered this yet, I look Asian. I might be Asian. Right? So she's asked me where I'm from. And I said, Queens, because I was born and raised in Queens. And she was like, no, where are you from? And I said, Queens. The woman got offended. And I don't know if I need to say it out loud. And I'm not dashing, but it's, it's just a difference of experience. It's a white, blonde, cis woman. You don't have to explain that. We all we all know who she was talking about. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And so she, she ultimately got offended. And um, it's, at the time I was art modeling for a school, she wanted her money back. But why was she offended? To illustrate, she said, I love it when people ask me where I'm from. Where was she from? New Jersey. I didn't ask her (laughs) because I didn't care. Because no one asks that of white people. Where are you from? Unless you're asking, like, what city do you come from? Or, like, where did you? And it's like, where do you? It's not where are you from? It's where did you grow up? Right? And so I don't know where this woman is to this day. I wish we could have had a better conversation about it. But I didn't. Right now, I'm going to play ignorant. At the time, I might have been a little bit more snarky and more of an asshole about it. But it was like, if you want to ask me where my parents are from, or you want to ask me my ethnicity, I will give you a different answer. But when you ask me where I'm from, I'm going to tell you where I was born and raised. I'm a nationalist. I know no other country. Why would I pledge allegiance to any other country? Right. So I feel you. It's like, They didn't know to ask you, are you comfortable with me asking this question? Because they've never experienced it. And you can't explain to them, man, this is going to be a controversial episode, like to point out like white men, you can't point out to them their privilege. Like, you can't point well, it out
1: be, you know, you can point it out, but they're going to be super duper offended. Right. Because they're, gonna be they're taking not
0: in it back. Then they're going right. to call you aggressive. They're going to oh call my you, gosh, oh my gosh, yeah. you're just, so calm aggressive. down, Bob. Right? Like, why are you being so aggressive? And it's like, no, you, I can't, right. how do I explain to you what I experienced? Like, then you then the have narcissisticness no... comes out.
1: Right. And they're like, I didn't mean to offend you. You're like...
0: I'm Better. not, this isn't about being offended or not offended. This is, I'm telling you, this is, your, this is what I see of your experience. And this is what you don't see of my experience. Yeah. To go back to like experiencing, like I'm going out of my way. Mm-hmm. I think it's karma in this life. Going out of my way to experience people so I can experience the breadth and depth of humanity. To understand like it's not, it's, it's like you can't tell them what they don't know. Right? And it's not just them. It's anybody. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know. And then when I'm working with somebody else who doesn't know what they don't know, how can I judge them for that?
1: I think there's some judgment that happens. Sure. Because we're humans. And because I judge people. We all
0: judge people. We all judge people. I'm not,
1: you know. Yeah, no, I'm, absolutely. I'm not I'm, a
0: saint I'm, by any means. I'm very
1: well put together, but also I do judge. Right. And there's some stuff where I'm like, ooh, yeah. after a certain age, a certain you could education, a certain income bracket, yeah. Like, we have access to right. everything. So right. a lot of the stuff that if you don't want to know, you just don't want to know. Right. You
0: you're, you don't care enough to know. You don't right. want to know. You don't have right. to know. Like, yeah. Because if they did want to know, they would search out the information. And so ha- them having that awareness, it's like, okay, I'm going to honor that. I can, I'm going to respect that. And so, yes, I judge. But it's also when I judge, it's this understanding that there's something within me. You know, you and I both know. There's nothing you can do to change other people. The only person that we can change is ourselves, and how we react, and what our perspective is, and how we view that person
1: so, no, I'm no, no, the I, I get it, and if they care enough, and if they love you, especially if it's family members, yeah. they'll adapt or they'll go out and seek. Like I don't eat meat, and
0: I'm a, I, I knew I should have ordered vegan Ethiopian <laughs> no, food. <that's> <laughs> like, it's like I had this feeling of like I'm gonna. Nah, it's pretentious. Nah, no, no, I don't know. I don't,
1: but and I come from a black my my family black black, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Hey guys I'm not eating meat anymore. Oh wow. I was like, well, what's wrong with you? Right. Don't starve your son. Blah, 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 You, must blah, have, blah. you might as well have had right? two heads. And I was like, no, it's health reasons. Yeah, yeah, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Da, 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 da. <laughs> right. And my grandmother, well, you just gonna have to eat before you get over here, because I'm not making greens without meat. They don't even taste the same. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my mom, like, oh, well, I'm gonna take my grandson. I'm gonna call the people
0: Oh <laughs> Child you health know? And
1: my son's like, I need meat. I'm gonna grown boy grandma says so now my mother does not eat meat mm. my grandmother makes separate food for me because mm-hmm. i don't know what clicked in them but they're like oh okay well you know what we love nikki and yeah she's not coming around as often because we yeah. always got meat here right and i'm just like y'all have no wi-fi and meat like why am i here <laughs> <laughs> like i'm, I'm trying healthy. to run business and stay healthy why am like, i here <laughs> you know so it's like there's certain people who you know even just in the real world those who see it, and they might reject it in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but then they're like, you know what, I care enough about this person, or this cause, or this mission, Mm -hmm. or, you know, what I was holding on to is not that important to me, as Mm -hmm. this is as important to them, so let me go and educate myself. And I think that's the shift. There's people who are now educating themselves on things, because they're being made aware of it. So they're actively
0: being right. intentional. And there's people right. who are made aware of it, just like well, whatever. And that's the point of buy from a black You're just bringing attention to yeah. this issue. You're not trying to force it down anybody's throat. You're not getting on a political pulpit or whatever, taking position. It's just like, hey, this is a real issue. It is, and you know interviews, and I don't
1: know this is one of your questions, so I know it's going to change it, but they're like, oh, why should people buy from a black woman? Like, that's always a question. I'm like, oh you really that question? Yeah, talk about, like, <laughs> not knowing what I don't
0: know. It's like, of course, wow, you get that question. Every,
1: everybody yeah. asks me that, like, literally. Why I'm like, oh, you should buy from a black woman because blah, 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 Like, y'all know why y'all should buy from a black woman, but they don't. They just keep they asking. Don't. And it's just, when we first started, um, I would get like, well, why not all women? Why not all black people? And, and then, it's right on the front
0: page of your website.
1: <laughs> they right? read, You know, click me. I'm reading this um book now t- called Trust
0: Me, I'm Lying, right? Amazing book. <laughs> Amazing book. Are you reading that? No, I was oh. like, I want. I meant, I, I, snuck a peek into your bag. Oh. I was like, what is that about? Oh,
1: amazing! So he's basically talking. About, he's this marketing guy who used to work for American Apparel, but he's like debunking everything that we think about, that we know yes. about media, yes. and just like all of the loopholes and marketing campaigns that he's worked on, and mm-hmm. how media chases headlines and clickbaits, and. Mm-hmm. All this stuff this is so fascinating. That's like, awesome. I listened to audio. I bought the book so I can go in there and start right. underlining. So I'm like listening Sweet. to it again. Nice. You know, yeah. this is on my maze book club. But anyway.
0: Oh pe- wow. So this you were introduced to this via yeah. the book club. Okay. Is it is your book club like um, on this thread of like nonfiction or is it, you mix it up?
1: No, we we don't read. It's only three of us. I say a book oh. club, but it's three yeah, of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Um, so accountability buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And you know, I don't think we have read any fiction books. Are like you people. all
0: business owners?
1: Um, Two of us are business owners, and one is C-suite, like,
0: high-level exec. Thinking about all this stuff the same way you are thinking about all this stuff. So, like,
1: the stuff that's happening with Netflix, that was one of our books earlier this year. Mm -hmm. So now we're like, oh, my gosh, remember in the book? Blah, blah, blah. So, but with this one, and then to reference the buy from black Home, all I see is an I right. don't know anything else, especially mm. if this is my first time on Twitter or I just joined Instagram and look at my grandkids' pictures and now this comes across, buy right from a black woman. That's racist. And you know, cause I don't know any black people, I don't know any black women, mm. I have no idea what this organization is about. I just see the name and that's it. Like one of our- Like, like why
0: are you putting this in my face? Right. Like that's racist. Like you came but, over here to my house. Right. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> you know? And one of the things, like, oh, last girl. year for April Fools, we, we like, were changing our name to Five um, from a Female of Color.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm included.
1: I'm included. And we just, you know, really just broke down why we don't say female, why we say black woman. and mm-hmm. just, like, really just, like, let y'all know, like, this is why. Because obviously, there's a lot of stuff happening. So... Let let me tell you why our name is our name, yeah, so educating people, I'm in the education business, not just for business owners but also for those who are finding us, discovering us, discovering yourselves, trying to mm-hmm. figure out like where they fit in this crazy country, this
0: crazy world as well. I don't know how I got on that, but we're there <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, you know, the things that we take for granted as business owners like we we start out with a passion project, and that disconnect of like. We're fulfilling a need that's not being met. And, then, and there's a little bit of a resentment of having to educate the public on what we do. But then it's like it's what it's why we are doing what we're doing. Yeah. And like, you know, talking about the lonely. It's lonely. Like we know each other now, Nikki. Like I'm going to be tapping you. Um, um, the just the fatigue. Yeah. of running the business and like having to educate people and it's like why don't other people know about this but it's like if other people know knew about this we'd be jumping on the next bandwagon for some need that hasn't been i hope so, so- bandwagons
1: are profitable <laughs> <laughs> i'll be yeah. honest with you like when like people are like oh i didn't know black people exist <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so you know like yeah i, I take bandwagon money how
0: <laughs> wait how many businesses are you working with now Oh my God, that's how big the directory is. <laughs> I don't the directory is so big you can't have it on the website. And the thing is
1: um, so, my project manager, she does the directory. Mm-hmm. And she is, again, everything leads to this moment, right? She's a, a woman who was a mutual friend through Friends from Philadelphia. We met one time and just stayed in touch via social media. Um wow. and the night I met her, I was drunk. I'm full of transparency. I drank y'all. <laughs> I <was drunk. laughs> and you know, just from that we just stayed in touch. And then over the years, you know, she would donate here and there and she would always say, oh, There's anything I can do, there's anything I can help with, because she did database management, all like the unsexy stuff, back and stuff for it's websites So important and stuff
0: like that. So do- data like data yes. is everything.
1: So, you know, during the pandemic, she was, like, because she traveled all the time. She was a remote worker, so she mm-hmm. couldn't travel. So she's like, oh, I'm sure I see, like, a lot more traffic. Because she would just monitor it every now and then, my traffic for me. She's like, do you need any help? Because she's like, so
0: interested in your mission. Yeah. i like, mean, you know what? If you could help, that would be great. The disciples you get simply from your mission. Yeah. Yeah. And now she, you know, she's part-time. With That's amazing. Now. So That's like, amazing.
1: Everything like if I did not go home to party, I would not have met
0: her, and we would not have you
1: know like everything happens for a reason. Talking
0: about everything that we do in our life really feeds the business. It we does. never know. It's like we can't hold ourselves up in front of our computers to do business. Like we are in the business of working with. Other and this is even
1: I met her before I even had the business. Right. Right. So I didn't even have buy from Black when we first met.
0: Yeah. Like I had
1: no idea. I was just like, Hey, girl, I'm yeah.
0: partying.
1: We here. Right.
0: <laughs> and then you just stay in
1: touch. Yeah. Huh. But that's is and we have to to your point of practicing kindness and being open to relationships and being open to people. Now I could have easily like, girl, I don't know you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like bye. But like you know, you just the karma currency, like you being nice to people. Like everybody has a purpose on this earth. Everybody is doing something. We're all on our missions. Where our missions align is like you just never know. Mm-hmm. So you have to be nice. Yeah. Like you can be mean. You can be like to those who are disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And just, but you have to remember like you know what? They're not being mean to me because of me. They're being right. mean because of them. Straight up. And like you can't be offended like I get cursed out often. You know, being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart, especially Mm -hmm. when you deal with people. Mm -hmm. Because people are upset, they're offended. Again,
0: going back to so many eyes. Yeah. The and the more responsibility that comes with that. So
1: like I know, like okay, you're coming at me, but you're not coming at it because of me. Right. It's a space of lack you're coming out of. Mm And okay, let me practice kindness. Yeah. Because you have to be kind to people. So like if I wasn't kind to her, she wouldn't be able to help me with my mission. Mm -hmm. Because in her mind, she's like, oh well, Nicky was a boot. You know, I'm yeah. just cursing all over your podcast. I'm sorry. I don't care. That's, okay. f- that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you know, but, like, you just never know, like, what you're building, what you're leading, what your currency is accumulating for. So, if you get nothing else from this episode, practice kindness.
0: Yeah. So, I was sitting down with Kaylin of Effie's Paper and Stephanie of Metalicious Jewelry, and we are talking about, like, Kaylin's best friend is running for office. She shared it on Facebook, and a friend that she has not seen since junior high school shared it with her community. And Caitlin was just so touched by that. It's just like, it doesn't, It's is it like having to be kind or is it like how great it is? How great is it to just be kind? And when it's even, when it's the most challenging to be kind is when it's actually the most necessary. Right? It's like, it's when that person needs it the most. mm -hmm. But it sounds like we're extroverted people and like you just have relationships and like you have the relationship to have the relationship and like something may come out of it something yeah. may not. I like collecting people. Collecting people. I do. Yeah, like, sure. You
1: know, you just, I collect experiences. Yeah. So every person is experienced. And like, you know, saying yes to things, like, I get to meet Desi, the producer now. Yeah. And, you know, I know you, Bob, but now I know you more. And now we have a formal relationship where we can call each other and not need a third party. So it's like, just because I was kind that one time, you know, we were yeah. there filming, and I was right. like, oh, <laughs> you would have reached
0: out to me. <laughs> It's like, what, I understand how is it that you work with people that you're coming off like, er. But you were very, you were just in that moment, you were like, if there's anything I can do, let me know. And I was just like, oh, my God, you're one of those. I Thank God for you. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, it is it is all over your mission. You are here to help people. How beautiful is that? It's really for no other reason. Yeah. It's not about the kickbacks. It's not, like, yes, bandwagonists make money, but it's not about the kickback. It's really about, like, just helping people. Yeah. How'd you get hooked up with H&M? They called me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, girl. How'd they get your number? Google? No,
1: seriously, Like they, like they wow. if you talk to Abby, like she sent me an email like, hey, I'm Abby from H&M, mm-hmm. blah, 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 I was like, let me see if this Who's is a real Abby? person. Abby? That's my direct contact. Oh, okay. I was, gonna... I was like, LinkedIn, Abby. Oh. Hey, Abby. <laughs> It was oh just God. that. So, but, and, you know, and we we tell that story very, in, you know, cheap. But it really is five years of working. Five years of doing the work when nobody was looking. Five years of making sure everything was correct. Five years of being that person to make sure that when the door does open, I'm ready to sit down. Yeah. I'm ready to bring everybody else in. You
0: made yourself findable.
1: Yes. And, you know, so... It was easy for her just to send me an email because of everything that I did before, Mm -hmm. everything I have, you know, continued doing Mm -hmm. is why we can keep the relationship going. Mm -hmm. So like, it's only easy if you're doing the hard stuff that nobody gets to see. So then it looks easy. Like they say, like overnight celebrity takes ten years. Right. You know, like you gotta do all that stuff that nobody will ever see or think of. Like I taught high school had my son, and was doing nonprofit, So, wow. like, I would work before going to work. And right. then I would sometimes work at work. Then I would come home and work. And so, you had
0: a kid at the yeah, time? Yeah, like, could you believe it? Girl, I've got a three-year-old.
1: I'm like, how do I do this? Oh, my goodness. I like I always say kudos to moms who have businesses and the kids are young, because I, I know I couldn't have done it. How old was
0: your son at the time?
1: When I started? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, 12. Yeah, middle school Yeah, Yeah, because he graduates next week, so... Huge achievement, I'm having mama. a party.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mama. Yes,
1: but like you know, I know I probably was not in the mindset because I was younger also. But you know, this is all the stuff I was doing, preparing for things that you cannot see is a important part of owning a business because you just never know who is looking, who will look, mm-hmm. who will come across you. So you have to prepare like everybody's looking at all the time, even when mm. you don't want to work. Well, I just Mm -hmm. want to sit and watch Grey's Anatomy. I have to remember, (laughs) like, this is not me. You know, like, this is my mission. Like, I know this is what I was put on earth for, like, without Like, I'm supposed to be doing this. Like, this is my life now. And I'm okay with that, because I ask gifts, talents, what's my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. So if you ask for a purpose, and you get your purpose, and you don't do your purpose... That's one of the worst things you can do. Right.
0: So I have to step in every day. You were talking about, um, what was that book you were talking about earlier? Art. Years the Artist's Way.
1: Oh, The Artist's Way. The Artist's Way. Books. <laughs> books. So many books. I love
0: it. Yeah, because entrepreneurs, I'm realizing, common thing amongst us, we're so hungry for knowledge. When yes. I talk to my clients sometimes about what I'm reading, like, you know, every time I see them, they're like, Bob, you consume a lot. And I'm like, I do? Yeah. Like, I don't know where I have time. You're telling me I consume a lot? I guess I do. But anyway. Anyway. So there's a book called, so Artist Way makes me think of a book called The War of Art. And I'm probably going to mention this in a few episodes because it's really um, uh, forefront of my mind right now. But the guy talks about uh, resistance and the struggle, uh, the the talking about the, the act of not doing is harder than the act of resisting doing. And so talking about what you're. You know, it's like, this is your mission. Like, you could not do it. But at some point, because it is your purpose in life, it will just keep knocking on yeah. your door until you open up. So, or until somebody else does it. I, like, mm. I'd say, like,
1: ideas, like, they try to find a home
0: right so mm-hmm. if you
1: get an idea that comes to you it's because you're the person who can execute it you're the person who can make that go. have
0: you read big magic by Gilbert? yes Liz yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes i um, i dog-eared that book yes it's like i read yes. it and it was like as soon as i was done but, reading i gotta read it again And the
1: thing is like i there's a children's book that has the same message and mm-hmm. i read the children's book first nice what, do I you read, remember which one it, um what do you do with the idea
0: what do you do with an AI? Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. I'm realizing that um, having a kid is like fantastic okay. because of all the, the basic lessons, the simple stories, the stories that mm-hmm. repeat themselves over mm-hmm. and over and over and the principles that repeat themselves over mm-hmm. and over and over are, yeah. are nothing but in children's literature. The children's section of the bookstore
1: and library is my pick-me-up spot. Like that's nice. where I go for
0: encouragement because it's very simple, very easy,
1: very fearless. It makes you believe that you can conquer the world at whatever age you're
0: at. Interesting. Pick me up spot because, right. Because yeah, the stories
1: they just tell. It was very simple, very right. easy to digest. It's not
0: couched in 500 pages no. of like extra, 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 It was like, hey, you have
1: an idea? Yeah. You better feed that idea. Mm. Take the roof off your idea and let it grow. You oh. got the idea because you can do it. Go do it. And you're like,
0: I can do it. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to get that book for Grace like yes. today. Yes, please, please, Yeah, please. yeah
1: what does. do you do with an idea? Is another mm. one about hope
0: or something. Same author? Yes. Like in that series. Okay. Um, We were talking about, you were saying getting yourself ready to be seen or acting like you you already got the eyes on you. Mm -hmm. So can you illustrate some of the stuff that you were doing for those first five years? Like I knew I needed to be a nonprofit.
1: I knew that something was going to happen where I was going to get money. And I need to be able to legally give credit to people giving the money, but also be able to give it out because I only need a certain amount of money to operate with, right? You know, as we grow, we're like, oh, I want this, I want that. I'm learning, I got more money, I got more weight. I don't want all this weight. I like when I was poor because I was skinny, but you know, I don't mean that <laughs> money. Money loves me, money comes to me. But you get what I'm saying?
0: Like, yeah, yeah. You, no, you I remember more
1: yeah. problems when you have more resources and stuff like yeah. that. And. You know, so for me, it was like, all right, let me prepare myself for a nonprofit because something's coming. And then even with the tour, I was doing the tour two years before oh, we started. When we were it. talking about the
0: tour, we were talking about the H&M tour. Yes, the
1: Black Woman Inspire. No, the Buy From a Black Woman Inspired tour that yeah. H&M is part of. Ah, got <laughs> so it. Yes. I was doing yes, the
0: tour for two years before we
1: partnered with h H&M. So in 2018 and 2019, yes. I went on tour myself. The first tour, I literally called my homeboy, who now helps me with Buy From a Black Woman. He's a world-renowned DJ. And I was like, hey. And he was on tour. I was like, hey, I'm going to go on tour. He was like, really? I think, yeah, I'm going to get in my car. And I got in my car. Drove up to New York and literally worked my way down, and that was the first tour. So, like, even with that, I was like, "All right, this tour's gonna be bigger than me one day." But I'm just gonna go ahead and do it as if walk in it, right? And now we're partnering with H and M on the tour. So it's just like you're doing this things is, that H and M you-
0: partnered with you to be yes. on a part of that yes. tour. Yes,
1: thank you, Bob. <laughs> But like, things that we don't do are we limit ourselves because we say we don't have enough money. We Mm. don't have a resource. We don't have the audience. We don't have anybody liking, comments, subscribing to our posts. So I'm not going to post this. I'm not going to go here. I'm not going to do that. Mm. But you have to act as if it's already happening. It's already done. So you're prepared when people come to you, when they're like, hey, you want to work together? Yes, I do. Here's what I'm doing, and I would like to do this more. Let's work on this together, and it's just that easy. And it looks so easy from people on the outside because you've been working on it the whole time. You've been doing it already. You saw what like when you had nothing. You knew what you wanted it to look like because you did it. You can't like sell something that you've never done. You get what I'm saying? So it's like if I'm doing this and I know where I want this to go, when somebody who can help me go there calls me, I can say.
0: What do you do when you have an idea? What do like the the.
1: When I I feed it, I let it grow. I work on it. I rejuvenate it. I write it down on my whiteboard and figure out, okay, how can I do it? And then I put my big idea on other people as well. Which makes them, like, even with the living examples, like, I went to my team, like, hey, guys, we're going to tell stories about black women. They're like, okay, that's a great idea, yeah, yeah. Like So, we're going to travel the country and do videos. They're like, oh, yeah, girl, good, I can't wait. How many are we going to do? I'm like, 25, oh, 25 this year. I'm like, yeah, 25 this year. They're like, oh, man, this will be great. So, when we are doing that? I said, in the next four months. Wow. <laughs> and they're like, what? I said, we have to do it before the tour. They was like, how? Yeah. I was like, so? I need you guys to fill out this calendar or your availability so I know who can go
0: weird. It all starts with the inception of the idea. There is no asking of the how until you get the idea to begin with.
1: Well, if you have the idea, the how's already there. Interesting.
0: Can you expand on that
1: (laughs) point? Well, if an idea comes to you and if you you have an idea, if you're like, hey, I want to drink water, you're looking around. You have the glass. You have the water. You just have to act on it. Hmm. I want to go on tour. I have a car. I know people.
0: I you can... got you got a map. A, you have a Google Maps <laughs> yes. to tell you where to go. I know
1: I have businesses in here, here, and here. Mm. Just because it doesn't look how you envision it on a big scale doesn't mm. mean you can't start. Right. So okay, I want to start a podcast. I just have my phone. You can do that now. Right. I want to have a business. Okay, you can Google how to have a business. I want to have a website. There's so many classes on YouTube University. So like, if you have an idea, there's so many resources already out there. There's no reason for you not to act
0: on it. It's interesting. The couple of themes I'm hearing from our conversation is manifesting it into existence and going to get it. Yeah. Like you're, it's like, are you manifesting into existence or are you just going to get it? I
1: think it's both.
0: Yeah, right. Chicken or the egg. It's like, there's, there really isn't a separation. It's like, it's manifesting into existence. Not lying in your bed, like, like, reading romance novels and eating bonbons.
1: I I think it's because, like, I've never had an idea that I couldn't achieve. So, like, if the idea comes to me, I know it's going to happen.
0: Would you say there's a source for that that energy behind that feeling? (sighs) Or that I, I mean, that
1: therapy. Conviction. Go to therapy people.
0: <laughs> yes, go to therapy <laughs> I, people. It
1: really allowed me to love and accept myself more. Mm-hmm. Um, to build my self confidence. You know, as a kid, I had crazy ideas and I would do crazy things, not always good things, but they were crazy and I didn't them, and I would achieve them. Um and I don't I don't know, like I know I have faith. I grew up Christian. I don't go to church now. I went to church a lot as a kid. I ha-
0: I I'm a woman <laughs> of faith. I don't go to church. Yeah,
1: so like but, I'm not going
0: to let religion destroy my spirituality. Well, no,
1: absolutely not. Um, but, you know, because somebody interviewed my mom and she's like, I don't know where they can get this stuff from. Cause no. it ain't me. But <laughs> it is her because, you know, like she was a single mom and she believed that, you know, she knew in eighth grade that she wanted to be a history teacher. Wow. Okay. And that's what she worked towards her, mm-hmm. the rest of her life. And she was a history teacher for twenty something years. Yeah. And now she's going through retirement. And she don't know what to do. With her- like now she's collecting jobs. But I ain't gonna talk about mom to that. She might Wait.
0: This. When did this come into your consciousness that like? Yeah, your mom's a single mom, she knew in eighth grade, and how um that in eighth grade she wanted to be a history teacher and how that influenced you. It wasn't until I was
1: an adult, I'm gonna be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, no,
0: for real girl. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> it
1: wasn't it wasn't until I was an adult until I was a mother. A lot of stuff mm. clicked when I became a mother. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, okay, you it makes sense now because you had me at 18. So mm. you acting like this at twenty four makes a lot of sense because I'm twenty four and I could not imagine, you know, having to deal with what you were XYZ, dealing with yeah. at twenty four. Right. You know. And it's just like certain things really started to click. Yeah. And then therapy helped. And then when she started going to therapy, whoo. Girl,
0: <laughs> we're not talking about your mom, but whoa. like that That's a phone date. That's right there. Right there. That's a phone date, you and I.
1: Now a lot of the stuff that she is unlearning yeah. is bringing me peace because she's coming to me sharing things. Mm -hmm. where like I had a hard heart about a certain thing or a certain experience or something like that and she realized that was not her best self and she recognized that Mm -hmm. and she comes to me like hey I wasn't Mm -hmm. the best mom at this time and I'm sorry and I'm like
0: whoa yeah Yeah. I
1: can let that go
0: girl you're like living the dream (laughs) you're living the dream I don't I don't know how many people I know like they've they've come to this understanding of like the experience that they have with their parents and how it's affected them and still blaming their parents and still hoping the parents will change or still hoping the parent will come um, come into that space of enlightenment and like, hey, I'm sorry I did that to you.
1: It is not easy because even when I started therapy, she's like, I you to go to therapy because you had such a jacked up childhood. I'm <laughs> oh, like, first wow. of all, I had a jacked up wife. Okay? Yeah, so right. it's not, you were the one piece. Right, you were know? just so, a, par- a part of it. Right, but then like her growing And me being an example, like they say, like, you're a child once, but you're a parent twice, Mm, right? You know, like, you're a parent of your kid, but then you end up being, no, you're a child twice and a parent once is what it is. Like Child twice, a parent once. Yeah, because now I'm parenting my mom, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like, okay, she was my parent, but now I'm her parent. Because now she's unlearning stuff. I'm being an example. And that generational thing, too, where she was taught go to school, go to college, get a job, retire. That's it. Right. That's how you stay safe and mm-hmm. like don't follow your dreams, don't mm-hmm. follow your goals. It's it's crazy out there. You need to make sure. Right, be but, play it safe. And here goes her wild-haired child, who's total opposite of her, mm-hmm. who's doing everything creative, everything mm-hmm. out the box, non-traditional, and now she's like, wait a minute, I I am capable of doing things. Mm-hmm. I. This is okay. Even my grandma, the old lady, like when she came to the off last summer, she was like, Do these white people know that this is your business? I'm like, Yes, grandma, they do. They wow. know it's my business. She's like, This is a black woman. Like, they know. I'm like, Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not just-, just any old black woman, <laughs> yes. this black woman. Like, you know, and then people were coming to her and they're like, Oh, Miss Adela. She's like, How do these people know me? I was like, Because of the scholarship. She was like, They know I'm Adela? I'm like, Yes. Mm. So, like, she was born in the thir- in 1930s. Wow. But, like, even with that, because Things that they didn't think were capable, that they were told, Mm. are not feasible for them as black women in America. And now here goes their crazy daughter, their crazy granddaughter, saying this is what they're going to do.
0: Making use of all the available resources. And it's like they're
1: not acting. I had to come up with a term. They weren't trying to hurt me. Mm. They just didn't know how to allow me because in their mind they were protecting me from being hurt. Right. So like once I was going through that and understand that like, okay, you're not saying this because you're hateful or jealous or you don't believe in me. You just don't want me
0: to fail and you don't want to see that. You don't, they don't want to experience the hardship that yeah. that they've been avoiding their whole life.
1: So yeah. it's just like I had to unlearn a lot and then mm-hmm. her unlearning a lot. Has brought our relationship together. Mm-hmm. Um, it has not always been easy. Trust me. Sure.
0: I mean that's growth. Growth is not. Growth not. is not but easy. But like
1: I think having, I do know having the support of my mother and my grandmother and my aunt has really that's amazing helped me uh, with the organization, with the mission, like a lot. I think it's just.
0: A whole you kept bunch that of, in mind, <laughs> right, girl?
1: Thank a you. Whole bunch of experience um learning and seeing things that I didn't think was possible mm-hmm. happening, mm-hmm. and you know, taking chances on myself, believing on myself has got me to like know, okay, whatever I do is gonna be done. If the idea mm-hmm. comes to me, it's because the
0: resources are already in place. So you weren't feeling that from the beginning. No. That's a place you've come to yes. after all these years of doing yeah, this work. No, okay. Yeah. So, so it's not like you started like Buy From Black Women. It's like I had this idea and then it's like. Well, no. So I, I keep going.
1: When I started Buy From Black woman, I just knew I had to follow the instructions yeah. of the creator. That mm-hmm. was my first thing. Like whatever comes to me, is the creator telling me I have to follow these instructions. Mm-hmm. If I follow them, I will not fail. Yeah. So, okay, there's not a grant.
0: Hmm. Right.
1: Start a grant. Okay, I'm going to start a grant. Right. Okay, there's not a directory for Black women business owners. Okay, I'm just going to start listing and become the directory right. of Black women business mm-hmm. owners. And over the years, seeing that, you know, what I had been doing and working. And then when, you know, June 2020 happened and everybody was looking for what I had been working on all these years mm. was a firm mm-hmm. affirmation, confirmation, like, okay, it, it
0: was, was really all happening. not right. for
1: not. Right. You know, like, okay, there there was a reason why I was preparing for this. I had, it's unfortunate it looked like what it looked like, but, you know, so now it's like, okay, if it comes to me, I'm supposed to do it. I already mm-hmm. know that. If it comes to me, I'm not going to fail. I know that. So now I have to keep doing it. I have to keep going. Like, I can't just sit in the bed and watch Crazy Mad I can't get <laughs> drunk on a Friday because, you know, my homegirls called me and that's what they want to do. I can't go out here and procrastinate, even though, let me tell y'all, dating is my procrastination, but I can't <laughs> do that, you know, because I know I... I cannot take for granted the gift that I have been given.
0: That said, what's in the pipeline? (sighs) (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. I mean, it's a lot, but it's not because it's just stuff we keep...
0: Do. Right, you just you just yeah. keep doing. Tell yeah. us more about the documentary.
1: So we have been filming. We've been going across the country the last four months. Um, you
0: initiated this, right? Yes. Like no producer, no company is coming along. No, like, it's hey. all of us. Yeah. it's just
1: it's me and my team. We're doing this it. idea that you created, mm-hmm. and it's like here we go. I want to tell stories from black women for black women. Um, I was like black women are living examples. We need to show them, and I don't want it to be the celebrities that we see. The same twelve black women that they put everywhere. Like these black women are out here doing this work, um, every day, all day, even when it rains. Let's figure out how we can tell their stories. So mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, what we give them documentaries? Because what black person, what black woman doesn't want to say? Oh, I have a, I have a documentary, and then also <laughs> to help with marketing their story, right? Um, as I'm learning, I need to tell my story. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not the only person who needs to tell my story but we don't have a team to help us tell our story. Mm-hmm. A lot of the black women's owners don't have a cameraman actively ready to like film them on their day or interview their friends and family. So I'm like, well, we can give that to them and they can use it for whatever. Like when they're pitching mm-hmm. yourself to speak or they're talking wow. about their business or they need something oh my God. to reference what they're doing. Now you have this 15 minute documentary, with words from people, not just from you, but also your whole community that you can use. <laughs>
0: Preach. Preach. God. Preach. It's hurt so much. Girl, like talk about like being on a mission. Again, it's not about you. It's not mm-hmm. about just promoting buy bi- from a black woman. No. It's about providing resources for these women who don't have the resources. And here you are, like, this is my mission. Let me organize it. <sighs> sorry. I was not I'm expecting sorry. to be hit so hard. Oh sorry. God bless you, woman. Oh my God. Okay, so you're producing this you're Give me a sec, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so beautiful, Nikki. It's so beautiful. It's why I was so excited. It's like I I knew, I didn't know, but I knew. It's like, okay, something's going to happen here with Nikki because of your mission. Yeah. Anyway, so you're producing this documentary. And then what? Do you have an idea of what you're gonna do with it yet? Or yeah, so each um, individual woman has their own, right? Um, and
1: they can use it, and we're showing those. They're on our YouTube's sharing those, um, but that's building up to the bigger one, which is the story of buy from a Black woman, the story of some of me, right? And so you're gonna it, aggregate them at some point. Yes, right? yeah.
0: um, and it'll be
1: well, not some point. Our, our deadline is June 30th. All right. <laughs> All right, <laughs> So, like, we have our premiere in, in June 30th, and that's kicking off this year's Black Woman Inspired Tour.
0: Whoa. So the premiere is happening, like, the first day of the tour? Yes. Okay, fantastic. Where can, how can people find you?
1: Um, so we are Googleable Buy From a Black Woman on all social media platforms and the websites. So if you put in Buy From a Black Woman, Google we will come up. Um, so our website is Buy From A Black Woman. Our Facebook, Buy From A Black Woman. Our Instagram, Buy From A
0: Black Woman. YouTube, you guessed it. Buy From A Black Woman. I think the message here, folks, is Buy From A Black Woman.
1: <laughs> so everywhere we are, everywhere you see a black woman business owner, Buy From A Black Woman is here.
0: We're going to share all this stuff in the show notes. Oh, my God. Thank you so much Thank for coming so in much. today and coming out to Bushwick, girl. From Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> see, I love
1: to travel, obviously.
0: Obviously. <laughs> obviously. But, okay. Cool. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Nikki Porcher of Buy From a Black Woman. Please check out all of our links in our show notes. Tune into my conversation next week with Laura Stevens of The Rack Shack, a bra and lingerie shop made for everybody. I'd like to thank my producer, Desi, for helping me make Bank the Fire possible and all of you for listening. If you'd like to support our podcast podcast, Please go to Patreon to make a contribution or become a patron. Please follow us on social media and share our podcast. Thank you and tune in next week.